0: This program is brought to you by personallifemedia.com. I'm Terry Strux, host of Beauty Now, a weekly podcast that brings you the latest in the 3Ls, lasers, lipo, and lips, plus much more.
1: Fraxel works on both men or women. It's a uh, laser that just burns little teeny microthermal zones that are called into the skin, which are pinpoint microscopic burns that you can't see with the naked eye. And actually, those burns are what enable it to rejuvenate the skin. But interestingly, I've seen men sometimes respond even better than women. Fraxel treats uh, pore size, fine lines, photo damage. It's very effective with photo damage, which is kind of the dullness of your skin how the skin doesn't glow anymore and it just doesn't look as healthy. Um, It treats brown spots, it treats um, fine lines, brown spots, and mainly more size issues.
0: Today we're getting the latest on the laser, a laser with very little downtime and big results. We have a new, even more improved Fraxel, and we have an expert today, Dr. Stephen Strzok. Welcome, Dr. Strzok. Thank you. Dr. Strzok is a leading plastic and reconstructive surgeon. So can you tell us, for our listeners who've never even heard about Fraxel, tell us about Fraxel.
1: Fraxel is a laser that falls in the no-downtime group of lasers, which a lot of people have heard of. And what that really means is that these are lasers that are designed to rejuvenate your skin in a number of ways without requiring much downtime at all. And I think that the problem that you can get into sometimes is some of them have no downtime whatsoever. However, often those don't really deliver. So as a consumer, you've got to do a little bit of research on these things. So hopefully today we'll be able to do that. The Fraxel laser has about overnight healing time of some redness and swelling and perhaps the next day. So that's why we Describe it as a no-downtime laser because many of the lasers have a 10-day healing period. So I think the way to look at it is Fraxel is a laser that will rejuvenate your skin, make your skin look younger with an overnight type of healing period.
0: And this, Fraxel, works on both men and women?
1: Yeah, Fraxel works on both men or women. It's a uh, laser that just burns little teeny microthermal zones that are called into the skin, which are pinpoint microscopic burns that you can't see with the naked eye. And actually... Those burns are what enable it to rejuvenate the skin, but interestingly, I've seen men sometimes respond even better than women, and I've never really figured out why that is. It's either because they don't do much to their skin, so when they do do something, they really respond, or they have a thicker type of skin so that the skin has more target for the laser to treat.
0: So if a man or woman were looking in the mirror and they're saying, my skin doesn't actually look very good, they come in to you for consultation. Walk us through a consultation for Fraxel.
1: Uh, Usually what I do is I have the patient, the first thing I ask them is what they mainly want to work on, because sometimes people will just come in and say, I want to do X, and I think it's better to determine what they want to work on, because with the ads in the media and Allure magazines and all these things that the laser companies have paid for, sometimes people don't know exactly what they do need, but they know what they want. So usually they'll describe some areas of photo damage. Brown spots are very common. Fine lines are very common. Uh, Sometimes some pigmentary issues with melasma are common, so they'll usually point those things out to me. And then I kind of describe to them how this laser will work on that treatment, or if a different laser would work for them, or if uh, a surgical procedure would perhaps be better. So I kind of let them guide me to where they want to go, and then I try to pick a plan that will work best for them with their lifestyle and what they want to achieve.
0: For our listeners that don't understand what melasma is, can you explain Melasma.
1: Uh, melasma is one of the harder problems that we see, and it's, it's, most people know it by the mask of pregnancy, and it's hyperpigmentation or darkness around the uh, usually the jawline that looks almost like a mask, and uh, it's pretty hard to treat, and is effective at treating that to some extent, which most machines aren't. So melasma is known mainly as the mask of pregnancy, often after pregnancy or when people are taking hormones or birth control pills.
0: Well, when you say treat, what is exactly Fraxel treat?
1: Fraxel treats uh, pore size, fine lines, photo damage. It's very effective with photo damage, which is kind of the dullness of your skin, how the skin doesn't glow anymore and it just doesn't look as healthy. Um, it treats brown spots. It treats um, fine lines, brown spots, and mainly pore size issues.
0: And how many treatments does the average patient need?
1: That kind of depends on the patient. If you get into someone who has, is say, over 45 with some significant photo damage, those people I usually recommend around four treatments. Some of the younger patients who have skin that's in pretty good shape, sometimes they'll tell them just one or two treatments. And I think that's what's nice about Fraxel. Some of the original no-downtime lasers, it took a good four or five treatments before the patients even saw anything, and it was kind of hard to get the patients to follow through on the procedure. And when we'd go to the scientific meetings, a lot of doctors would even question whether or not the devices were working. That was probably as recently as two or three years ago. But Fraxel, on the other hand, there are many patients who will come in and within two treatments will say they're satisfied with their uh, results. I think that's one of the nicer points of Fraxel is is that you can count on a consistent result within one or two treatments, and if you need a little more work, you'll get up to three or four treatments.
0: And our listeners often hear the words ablative, non-ablative, fractional. Can you explain all those terms for us?
1: Um, Well, the main terms are probably ablative and non-ablative, A non-ablative treatment is something that doesn't destroy anything. Ablation means to destroy or vaporize the skin. So a non-ablative treatment is a treatment that mainly heats the skin. Now, the upside to a non-ablative treatment is since you're only heating the skin, you're really going to have zero downtime. And that was kind of where the early machines about eight years ago started out. They were mainly heating the skin, hoping to stimulate collagen growth. But as I said, the problem with those was they frequently didn't deliver, often as high as 50% of the patients would really see nothing. So a non-ablative process is one that doesn't burn the skin at all. It only heats it a little bit inconsistent. An ablative process is one that vaporizes the skin or burns the skin. The classic for that is the CO2 laser, which was kind of the original laser, and that that's the one that most people are scared of. It's the one that completely burns your skin. You have the raw skin and the redness and the scariness, and usually... When someone has a friend who's done that, they'll say, I don't ever want to do that. So that is kind of the gold standard of laser resurfacing because it does tighten the skin the most. But since it's completely ablating or destroying the skin, it has a 10-day healing period. So you're comparing a zero-day healing period to a 10-day healing period. Obviously, the 10-day healing period isn't very attractive, but it does deliver in every patient. When you get into fractional resurfacing, which is Fraxel's main area, what they decided to do was instead of going non-ablative, they did minimally ablative. They only burn 20% of your skin surface with these little microscopic burns that you can't even see. So the upside to fractional resurfacing is you're going to deliver, you're going to see something because your skin is being ablated and it is going to tighten. And the other upside to it is we're leaving 80% of your skin completely alone so that, that your skin will look normal and you'll be able to go out and do things while it is healing. And also if you do three or four treatments, then you get your number up to 80% of the skin being treated with three or four treatments. So you've minimized healing time, you've minimized risks, and you've maximized results.
0: So when you say no downtime, you actually can go to work the next day. It's just that you might be swollen or...
1: Yeah, I tell patients that kind of it depends on them and how willing they are to go out because you clearly look either suntanned or red or puffy. People who want no one to know about it probably shouldn't go to work the next day because they're going to be puffy and red. Most people aren't really bothered by that amount of redness and puffiness, and they do go. But I would say if you're not puffy and red the next day, you probably didn't have a strong enough treatment.
0: So what type of skin problems are treated by Fraxel other than melasma?
1: I think the main things that people like are the photo damage treatment because it really works for that. Most people have, you know, some photo damage of their skin. They have brown spots. They have dullness of the skin. They have some fine lines, and Fraxel will consistently treat that. So I think it's the number one point is what people will see is after one treatment I have treated you know probably a thousand or two thousand people I can only think of one or two who someone didn't comment on their skin looking better so I think that's the main thing is that they're going to go out they're going to come in with dull sun damaged skin and within a week someone's going to comment "Gee, your skin looks better what are you doing so that's the photo damage treatment when you get into the fine lines it's tougher but it does also treat fine lines and pore size
0: I'm sorry what about wrinkles
1: that's where your fine lines are. I think with wrinkles, as long as you're dealing with fine lines around the eyes, forehead, uh, cheeks, you're going to see improvement in that. It's not going to eliminate wrinkles, but it's definitely going to improve upon them. The lines around the mouth are even a little bit tougher, but you can turn the energy up high and get those. Or the future machine, which will come out probably next year, will be a little better at treating actual wrinkles.
0: I have a lot of women ask me about the lines around their mouth. So let's talk about that right now. That's actually a good topic to touch on.
1: Uh, lines around the mouth are probably the hardest lines uh, in plastic surgery retreat because Botox around the mouth is very difficult to do. I'll do a limited amount of Botox around the mouth just to kind of blunt those lines. Fillers are probably the mainstay of treatment of lines around the mouth because they are effective and they do work. A laser, well, any laser, when you compare CO2 or Fraxel, which are the two strongest lasers out there, they'll reduce those wrinkles for, by 50%. So what I'd recommend to people is, If you want a permanent reduction or at least a five-year reduction, do a laser and expect 50% reduction in those lines. If you want 100% reduction, then you should add some fillers to your treatment.
0: So you're talking about doing? can women do the Fraxel laser three or four times and fillers, or are you talking that they need to go in for the CO2?
1: I think that the best treatment is to do four Fraxels, and then with the fourth Fraxel I like to do the filler because then we've kind of seen what Fraxel is going to do. The patients are also numb from the Fraxel treatment, so that the fillers around the mouth don't hurt as much because they've had numbing medicine on for an hour. So I think the best treatment is Fraxel resurfacing four times around the mouth and then follow that with the filler.
0: What type of filler do you prefer around the mouth?
1: I think Restylane is the best filler usually around the mouth, unless the wrinkles are very superficial. And if they're very superficial, the Fraxel will probably treat them itself.
0: And Restylane is, tell us about Restylane real quick.
1: Uh, Restylane is a hyaluronic acid product. Hyaluronic acid is very prevalent in your skin, in your body, so it's a human product created in a lab, which is a natural filler, which people like. They don't have to be skin-tested for it. And it's very good at filling lines around the mouth, cheeks, even around the eyes. Now we use it to fill in some spots around the eyes.
0: The hyaluronic acid, that's another show we need to do. We need to do fillers, too, because when you do the Fraxel and your lifts and lasers and everything, the fillers really add everything, fill in your lines.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, I think a nice treatment for your average 30 to 40-year-old patient with moderate skin damage is to do a Fraxel series followed by fillers, and I think that will dramatically change their appearance and rejuvenate them without having any surgical downtime or anything that will affect their lifestyle.
0: Well, thank you for talking with us. We're going to need to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and we're going to be right back with Dr. Steven Struck and Fraxel Laser. Listen to Just for Women Dating, Relationships, and Sex, a weekly internet audio program from personallifemedia.com. Fresh inspiration and expanded relationship options for today's woman. I'm Terry Stuck, host of Beauty Now. So we've been talking about the Fraxel laser, what it can and can't do. Tell us more about the downtime and about coming in and treating your skin. What other problems might this stronger laser be better at treating?
1: Well, I think when you're looking at the downtime part of the question, there's the immediate downtime, which is the time right after the procedure. And the upside to that is once we're done with the treatment, there really isn't any residual pain. A lot of people ask about pain. Your skin's just going to feel warm. So when we get done with the treatment, You'll numb for an hour. We'll do the treatment, which takes about 10 minutes, so you're an hour and 10 minutes in, and your skin will just feel warm. You won't have any bleeding. You won't have any oozing. Those are all things that people worry about that they've seen pictures of. So you'll just kind of look sunburned right afterwards and feel warm. A lot of people use a fan that night or take a shower that night, but they can wear makeup that night. You can do all your normal things that night. You're just going to feel a bit warm. Next morning you should feel a little bit puffy and swollen, but not too bad. You should be able to do most Things that you do during the day, except maybe a major social event, you might want to lay, lay low on as far as that goes. And then you look at the long term uh, things. I have all these people that are worried about the big hats and how much sunscreen they need to wear and activities. And with the fractional CO2, we're, minim- we're treating such a minimal part of your skin that as long as you're not actively suntanning, I think you're fine. So basically, a normal sunscreen would be fine. And here in California, that is nice for people because a lot of people are very active. They spend a lot of time outside, either running or exercising, and they can continue to do all those things uh, almost immediately after the treatment.
0: So you brought up a couple good things. You were just talking about the pain. Let's break this down because I hate pain, and I know a lot of women do. So what can we do to minimize the pain of the laser?
1: Uh, There are a few ways to minimize it. As far as how do you look at the pain level of the treatment, I would say that one to two patients out of ten will think it hurts. I would say that eight patients think it's just annoying, and two patients really won't feel anything. So usually that gives the patient a barometer because they usually know whether they're going to be one of the ones that think it hurts, doesn't hurt, or in the middle. Uh, How do we minimize that pain for every patient? We use a numbing cream. There are no shots. A lot of people are afraid we're going to numb them with injections. We don't give any injections. We put some numbing cream on the skin, the entire face. If we're treating the face, we can treat other areas of the body as well. We numb that area with the numbing cream that's about five times as strong as the normal numbing cream. And we let that work for an hour. We then uh, begin the treatment. We also can use a um, Zimmer, it's called, which is like a air conditioner unit that blows skin directly on your skin. I don't think every patient needs that, but in some patients I use that as well to minimize the pain. So those are the two ways, numbing cream and uh, cooling spray.
0: So the cooling spray blows directly on your skin? Yeah. To minimize the pain. And you do that as you're... Doing the treatment or after?
1: You do it as you're doing it. You can do it after as well, but mainly you do it during the treatment because afterwards it really doesn't, hardly anybody thinks it hurts afterwards.
0: How do you feel afterwards? Pretty hot.
1: Yeah, you just feel sunburned and a little bit red.
0: And then you were talking about going in the sun after that. So you are saying people need to use sunscreen, hats. What do they do, need to do?
1: People definitely need to use sunscreen um, if they're going to be outside to minimize any pigmentary issues. The main reasons we want you to wear the sunscreen is to stop the laser from pigmenting afterwards. But since we're fractionally resurfacing, you usually don't see those same pigmentary issues, which are normally associated with CO2 laser or the stronger lasers. But a little normal sunscreen should be adequate.
0: What's the negative about the Fraxel?
1: Well, I think uh, the neg- what we're always striving for with all these lasers is to get the most maximal results. And I think the move from the first-generation Fraxel to the upcoming second-generation Fraxel is more designed at wrinkles because the average patient who isn't completely satisfied with the laser treatment is because it doesn't treat wrinkles aggressively enough. So the second-generation machine, I think, will be more effective with that. Other than that, there really aren't any significant downsides that I've seen with the Fraxel machine.
0: But do you think that's because the average patient is not realistic about what lasers can actually do for you and they don't understand that they might have to do a filler as well?
1: I think that's definitely true. I think that you see that a lot also with patients who probably need a surgical procedure and either opt for a non-surgical procedure or maybe the physician doing the treatment doesn't do any surgical procedures, so they'll oversell a laser treatment in hopes of retaining the patient. So I think if the patients are properly educated on what to expect, They should be happy. That's why I say your wrinkle is going to be reduced 30%. If you look in the mirror, you're going to see the same wrinkle there. If it's a significant wrinkle, it's just going to be blunted by 30%. And if they will be happy with the fact that someone's going to notice that their skin looks better, so clearly their skin does look better, their lines will be reduced by 30%, and their brown spots will be reduced by 80%, those people should be happy.
0: Which most people would be happy if they were reduced 30%, don't you think?
1: I think so, but I think what I see the most of is I see people who want their neck tighter and they'll come in and they'll say, can you tighten my neck up with this? And since I do facelifts and the whole gamut of treatments, I tell them no. And I say, you should do a facelift or a neck lift if that's really what you want to treat. And the odds are that if you go through a Fraxel series to tighten your neck up, you're going to spend a fair amount of money and time and really not be completely happy.
0: Because usually by the time somebody's neck is sagging, it's, they just need to have skin removed, right? And then you could tighten it up later with froxel
1: Well, what I like, the main reason, it's about, what I don't know, eight years ago now, I bought my first laser. And it, it, back then there weren't as many plastic surgeons doing lasers. It was more of a derm phenomenon. And the reason that I bought it was exactly that reason. I bought it as something to make my surgical results better because some people clearly need a facelift or a neck lift to tighten their structural features, to tighten their skin, remove their jowls, do all that. However, surgery are deep procedures as what I tell the patients they deal with, deep issues. Um, they don't, a surgical procedure does nothing for your skin quality, really. So if you combine a surgical procedure with a laser procedure, you're then treating the deep stuff to get the foundation set right, and you're creating nice, healthy-looking skin over the top.
0: What's the oldest patient you've had? For Fraxel? For Fraxel.
1: Oh, I've had people in their 70s and 80s.
0: And they've had good results?
1: They have had good results. I mean, you have to, first of all, you can get a whole variety of skin damage at that age. But um, as long as you know what to expect, I think they're happy. A lot of those patients are people who know they're never going to do a surgical procedure, and they're happy with an injection and a laser treatment. And you can achieve quite a bit, even in a 70-year-old, if you do injections along with Fraxel or another laser.
0: And I also read that Fraxel treats acne scars. How effective is it with the acne?
1: I think that Fraxel's pretty effective with acne. You know, I think the percentage on that would be more like a 20% reduction. Uh, Some of the pictures that we have are extremely oppressive, so there are those outlier patients who respond extremely well. But I think the acne patients are happy, and the main reason is even with CO2, even with going through that 10-day healing period and the mess and 10 days off work and then four weeks of pigmentary issues, I think when you compare Fraxel with that treatment three months later or six months later, I don't think you can tell a definitive difference of which one the person did so I think as long as they know they're going to see a 20 to 30 percent improvement and have no downtime as opposed to a lot of downtime they're happy I also think you can really improve your results in this case by doing fillers in the deeper acne scars so that's what I like to do is combine Fraxel with fillers for acne scars
0: well I also want to say that you can treat hands right hands and chest I mean so many women hate their chest skin from years of sun damage Tell us about how you can treat the chest.
1: Well, that's another nice thing about this technology is that you can use it essentially anywhere on the body that the patient wants to treat. Um, and the good thing is, is there really aren't any good options as far as chest skin, neck skin, uh, and arm and hand skin. The CO2 laser is too strong. None of the ablative procedures can be used on the neck, chest, or body because there's too much risk of scar formation and complication. So as you look at the whole gamut of treatments, Comparing microdermabrasion to Fraxel to CO2, Fraxel is the strongest technology that works on the body that will actually deliver. So that's why I like using it on the neck, chest, and uh, arms.
0: So you think Fraxel is the best treatment for reversing sun damage on your chest? Yep. And what about hands? I think it does a very good job on hands, too. And do you use it on any other parts of the body?
1: Yep. People like their knees treated, elbows, all kinds of various
0: so you can treat all those different parts. So that's great.
1: You can. You can't do them all at once because the local is too strong. And if you put that much local on someone's body, you could have a complication.
0: Is there anybody that's been allergic to the local?
1: I haven't seen that, but the local is definitely strong enough that if you weren't in the proper setting and you weren't being watched by someone who had a lot of experience with that local, you could have some complications.
0: Because I've read in Florida and other places that people get into trouble if they do too much of this numbing cream. Is this the same type of numbing cream that they're talking about?
1: It is similar. Those patients, as I read about those, and my understanding was that they were sent home with numbing cream. When you send someone home with something that strong, they're going to think, usually people think more is better, so they keep putting more on. And some people do a lot of Internet research, and they find out that if you put saran wrap or some kind of cover over it, it will even be more effective. So they put more on, they leave it on for longer than an hour, and then they put the saran wrap over the top. And there actually have been a couple of patients that had seizures and uh, even died from that. So you need to do it in the office. But if you treat a face, neck, and chest with a thin layer of topical and leave it on for one hour, you're not going to have any problem.
0: Well, and I also on every show with every expert that I have, I like to stress that you do want to go to somebody qualified. How can somebody find a qualified technician for Fraxel?
1: Uh, Well, the Fraxel website, first of all, has a physician finder that will tell you everyone that has a machine, and those people are usually tracked and trained by Fraxel. Uh, The good thing about a heavier machine like this is, is it's number one, it's pretty expensive. It's probably three to four times for the physician the cost of the less expensive machines. So I think that often weeds out people who are just trying to dabble in lasers, because if they're trying to just uh, create a little shop and make a little extra money, they're going to go with a cheaper laser.
0: How can people be sure that they have the actual Fraxel laser? Because I've also heard of physicians claiming that it's a Fraxel when it's actually a photofacial or something else.
1: Yeah, I think that that again you could probably do with their website because they do list their physicians, um, and that's the main way would be. It's hard to tell that. That's a good question. But normally, photofacial, which is a comparable machine, which is a different machine, it's just a flash of bright light. So a light-based treatment, you'd be able to tell because it's just a flash of light.
0: And what is photofacial treated? And that's also a very good product, but we, I wanted to know what the difference is.
1: I have both photofacial and Fraxel because I think they do different things. I think photofacial is very good at redness and rosacea. So people who have a lot of redness in their skin, I will often direct them towards photofacial as opposed to Fraxel. I think um, people who have very youthful skin and really don't need the aggressiveness of a Fraxel treatment, I will also push them. Towards the photofacial machine, uh, so those are my main groups: redness, rosacea, and uh, minimal sun damage. So
0: younger patients actually could do the photofacial as opposed to a Fraxel if they have pretty good skin.
1: Yeah, I think they can, and, and and still get very good results with a little bit less expense. It's probably half as expensive. Definitely a little less downtime. Right when they walk out of the office, they normally look fine.
0: And that's the last thing we have to talk about. How much does this cost? How much do lasers cost? And and break that all down for us.
1: Uh, some of it depends on your geographic location where I am in California. The average Fraxel patient for a face is $1,000, and that's per treatment. So if you're going to do, the younger patients do two, so they're looking at $2,000. They usually do their treatments about two weeks apart. Um, and then if you're doing four, you're obviously a 4000 When you get into face, neck, and chest, which is very common, it gets up to about 1400 Usually you get a little break for the extra procedures. So anywhere from 1000 to 1400 for Fraxel photofacial originally was fairly expensive back seven years ago. At this time, I'd say photofacials run about $400 per treatment. Usually you have to do four or five of those, though, so you're looking at about $2,000 for a whole series of the photofacial.
0: And so, and most physicians will try to offer you a package if you buy four treatments together, or yeah. is that not correct?
1: That's correct. I think you saw that more with the photofacials because we wanted to make sure people completed the series because they usually didn't see a lot with their first or second. And so we wanted to get people to pay up front so they would complete the series and actually see the full benefit. Usually with Fraxel, I just let people pay per treatment because some people will want to do four and some people will want to do one.
0: And then what about follow-up? with If you've done your four treatments and you think your skin looks great, but it's been six months and you start to look a little dull, would you get a touch-up?
1: I, let, I have people that do it once every six months. I have people that do it once a year, just one treatment on the follow-ups
0: just to renew your skin and feel good. Right. Well, we're running out of time, so I wanted to know if there's anything you wanted to add about Fraxel.
1: Um, I think with Fraxel, one interesting thing is the new machine that's going to come out. The new machine is more of an ablative process. It, as we talked about, it completely vaporizes the areas that are treated. It still treats only 20% of the skin, but since you're actually removing the skin it will allow the skin to shrink. You can almost visualize that. If you just envision removing small points of skin, the skin is then going to actively shrink to fill those holes, and that's why it's going to be much better at shrinking skin. One treatment will actually remove about 7 cc's of skin, which is about 7 blueberries, since a lot of patients think in terms of blueberries. So if you remove 7 blueberries worth of skin from your facial skin, it's going to shrink and tighten.
0: So is that going to have way more downtime?
1: It will have in between the level of the present Fraxel in CO2. So the present Fraxel is one day. This will be about four days, and then CO2 is 10 days.
0: Will, will your skin scab up?
1: There will, there will be little pinpoint bleeding, but not the true big scabs. there will just be little pinpoint bleeding sites um, with this process. And I think the other upside to it is opposed to this is definitely getting up to the level of CO2, which is the strongest machine. Um, the other upside is, in addition to being half the healing time, it has way less complications. You're not going to see the pigmentary issues that you see with a full CO2. So it's a little bit safer and a little bit faster.
0: So for our patients and listeners that would like to have a Fraxel treatment, they can go to the Fraxel website and find a, a physician near them.
1: Yeah, that's on through Reliant
0: Technologies. And they can... Reliant Technologies or Fraxel.com? Right. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we're out of time, so we'll have to have you back to have a follow-up on the new Fraxel laser as well. If anyone would like to submit ideas for our show or other lasers, please email me at terry at personallifemedia.com. If you would like transcripts for today's show or any of our past shows on hormones, lipo, Dr. Paracone, and many more, go to personallifemedia.com. Thanks again for being our guest, Dr. Strack. Thank you. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.